the topic of balance comes up so often, and I thought I would do an experiential exercise with you today where we discuss or ponder on the idea of balance and how that works in our bodies and in our lives, as well as practice balancing. So I've got my balance board with me. I like to use a BOSU ball when that's available that's like flat on the top and has a like an exercise ball on the bottom and is a really nice sturdy grippy way to balance. Hi, I'm Blythe Stevens. I'm an MFA and Bliss Catalyst who uses she-they pronouns and the creator of A Blythe Coach, helping multi-passionate creatives dance through their difficulties and take leaps of faith into fulfillment through coaching, yoga, and dance education. course we can practice balancing in so many different positions and yoga we even have arm balances and all sorts of things but the basics would be in a seated or in a standing stance and we can create lots of possibilities and options for playing with balance even here with the eyes open or closed onto feet Sometimes we'll bring the feet all the way together. I definitely find that to be a challenge with closed eyes or also on one foot or the other. And using an unstable surface, you could also use a thick foam mat or a balance board. We make that process just all the more challenging. So you can also, of course, watch the What is it? Sleeping Beauty Cinderella? The Cinderella. No, it is Sleeping Beauty, isn't it? The Sleeping Beauty Rose Adagio. For a beautiful example, one of my favorite examples of balance, um, where the ballerina stands onto one leg and is partnered and then we'll let go and hold the balance for a moment. And then she moves on to the next and strikes her pose, lets go and holds for a second and does a string of balances. And what you notice in these videos or in live performance is that even the most woo, masterful ballerinas, the process of balancing is very dynamic. It's not still, it's not like she arrives there and is complete and just, is in full stillness. Of course, that's not possible within the human body because we're breathing and we're circulating blood and forces are acting on us. And so it's a constantly adjusting dynamic experience. And you can really, really see that from the outside as I play on a balance board. And that's actually the talk about what it is I'm doing. That's what I like to start out doing as a sort of warm up if I'm playing with a balance board is just to sort of to play literally to use both feet and stretch different parts of the ankles and feet and constantly be adjusting my balance and um, responding. So I'll do that in different positions and continue to talk to you. So I had a couple of conversations lately too specifically about balance that I wanted to share. One was we're just coming back from the summer vacation, of course, and I was working with my some of my advanced 
ballet students and one of them said wow my balance is so much better than when i went on vacation three weeks or a month ago literally away out of the country and not dancing at all only doing other sorts of exercise if at all um, so coming back feeling overall unconditioned, deconditioned, and not really strong or with any particular endurance, and certainly not having practiced the actual skills of ballet over that whole time, how can it be that my balance, at least holding a position and, and staying with calmness and equilibrium, how can that be so much easier <laughs> after a break? And of course, the, the answer as far as I could tell, it's not really physical. Once we know the basic techniques of balancing and alignment, how we can hold our body with dynamic posture that's ready to respond and to either remain in place or to move quickly or slowly in any direction. So once we understand those basic alignment principles, then it's really not a very high effort experience to balance the body is going to be more or less automatically adjusting and so it's a very efficient action and the difference is mental <laughs> so perhaps when we're my theory is when we are stressed try this out in your own life distracted tired uh, preoccupied our balance is not going to be as good as when we're rested, refreshed, and relaxed. So after playing for a little while, adjusting my weight on two feet, then I might also play on one foot. So I'll adjust so my foot is right in the middle there, Whew, back on solid ground. And so the other conversation that I want to share about that has to do with balance had to do with, I was speaking to an adult student about how it is to dance as, in our words, after 40. And how perhaps, a lot of people do actually perform at a high level, I just wanna say, <laughs> in dance or in other athletics, after 40, 50, 60, at all points in life. But a lot of us do notice some changes in our body and it's good to be respectful of whatever our current limitations are. So I would say, yes, we might not leap around and jump <laughs> specifically in the same way that we used to, but our ability to develop our balance, our physical awareness, our sort of familiarity and comfort in our own body and ability to move with coordination and control, and that includes finding balance and maintaining equilibrium can continue to improve as adults. And furthermore, I think it's really important to develop, continue to develop that ability to balance so we have really practical strength that can keep us healthy and well throughout our whole lifespan. <laughs> so that is the focus of many of my classes, yoga and ballet, is continuing to hone our focus and balance.
So this is sort of a physical therapy exercise that I make much harder by doing as slow as possible balancing on the balance board. Not necessarily a recommendation, just something I find really helpful in developing balance and also stability through my hips and legs that really helps with the old knee injury that I have is these sort of drinking bird lunge balances. So standing on one leg, I might play with the leg extending front, slowly passing by my knee, shifting my weight into a version of a warrior three, which I have a whole video, by the way, on mastering winning at warrior three. So that has some nice variations, including different arm shapes. And then also just a basic lunge is good. So I try to slowly transition into a lunging or sort of a warrior variation shape. And then I might do a little true lunge or play. Anything that challenges the balance. And then it only takes two or three of these. So with the intensity of practicing with this tool, I really enjoy that it doesn't take much to really notice the difference in, in my feeling of stability. And if I'm feeling really frisky, and you can certainly see some amazing videos of this on TikTok or Instagram, I might even rise up on a demi point. So I might practice or try at least once to actually rise up onto the ball of my foot. The ball of the foot needs to be in the middle of the board. And this is not really usually a performance <laughs> situation. But yeah, I just wanted to give an example of being sort of playful and trying it out and experimenting because I think that's, whee, <laughs> for me, the most helpful approach to balancing that makes me feel okay about the wobbling and the shaking and the imperfections and just sort of focusing on the process rather than on any particular outward products. What I'm looking for is an internal state of feeling calm and balanced, feeling equilibrium, feeling stability. Um, yeah, being able to make my way in the world with awareness and yeah, stability. <laughs> so that's a good segue into the second side, might as well do it, and talking about, and we've sort of focused on how it is really physically in the body balancing, how it's a dynamic practice, how you need to follow certain basic sort of anatomical principles and get to know your own architecture to really be succeeding at balancing. And then it's a very efficient and um, comparatively easy or simple thing to do, at least physically. Remember, mentally it can get tricky some days. But what about balance in our larger lives? Lots of people talk about work-life balance or trying to manage balancing family and career, balancing input and creative output, 
balancing a variety of interests. I know that's a lot of my work because I work with people who identify as multi-passionate. They have a lot of curiosities and interest and desire to learn and create. And so that can be overwhelming when we're trying to take everything on sort of at the same time or any number of ways that we feel out of whack, out of balance, are seeking to create balance. It's the same way, I believe, that we need to think about it as a dynamic process and not something that we can sort of set and forget, one and done, we've achieved that, moving on. <laughs> it's really an ongoing ability to assess our capacity, our priorities, our goals and desires, to align our activities and our time with those commitments and priorities that we've chosen and then respond <laughs> with agility, you could say, to challenges to that sense of balance. When we get knocked off, our sense of equilibrium sort of standing back up, starting again, and moving forward. So it does definitely help, just like with physical balance in dance and yoga, to have a sense of structure and yeah, that basic framework of understanding about what, what are your goals? What are your priorities? What does balance look like to you? Because it's gonna look different to everyone, whether in the body or in our lives. And then what actions you need to take to continue to move towards balance into and around balance, knowing that that's gonna be an ongoing process. Sometimes I even do like more of a full ballet adage on my bosu or balance board. I used to play like this in the gym. I would have to find a big space <laughs> for my arms and legs to reach out or taking more of a yoga shape. I could do some hand to big foot, hand to big foot, hand to big toe. Right over the side. And you see, as I stand, I'm constantly adjusting and shifting to make that possible. Sometimes I think we talk ourselves into balance being more complicated <laughs> than it needs to be. And I, I wish I could credit the teacher that I heard this from, but I don't now recall who it was exactly. But they were saying, don't think about it as balancing necessarily like it's this big tricky thing and we're on a tight rope you know suspended in air far above the earth <laughs> but just think about it as standing sure you might be standing onto just the ball of your foot and toes or even in point work standing onto the very tip of your toes but you're still just standing it's nothing <laughs> really different than that, just learning to stand with stability and rootedness and also <laughs> strength and control on whatever part of the body we're standing on at the time, whether that be our seat, both feet, 
our hands, our head, <laughs> all of the things. Yes. <laughs> so those are some of my thoughts on balance. And if, is it possible? Is it not possible in life and the body? What makes it easier? What makes it more challenging? And so my invitation to you is to play with balance this week, today. How can you bring a sense of curiosity and focus, but also fun and play and dynamism, my willingness to change and learn with you as you continue to develop a sense of balance. Let me know how you develop better balance, either in the body, in your physical practice, or in your life practice. Thank you for listening. You're invited to connect with me anytime, and I welcome your questions and comments at Coach on social media and at ablythecoach.com. That's A-B-L-Y-T-H-E-C-O-A-C-H dot com. I'll look forward to seeing you there until next time.